Welcome back to the Soul Inspiring Business Podcast. Today, we're joined by Lisa McGregor. Lisa is a visionary entrepreneur, futurist, and igniter of social change. She believes in our ability to transform business and education for the benefit of humankind. And she's made a name for herself as the impact mentor and has become one of the most influential new paradigm thinkers working anywhere in the world today. She travels and speaks globally on the new era of responsible business, the future of education, and how we can create a new story for humanity. And today we'll dive into her story and how she was inspired to create the book, A New Alphabet for Humanity. It's a children's book featuring 26 empowering alphabet words to nurture emotional intelligence and activate the potentiality of our children. What could be more powerful than that? I'll also share that after recording this episode, I immediately had to go to a client meeting on Zoom. And when I got on that call, they said, uh, my client said, oh my goodness, you're just glowing. And I really believe it was because I was just so inspired and um, in love with this episode. So I can't wait to share it with you. And it all starts now. I'm Kara and welcome to Soul Inspiring Business. I believe that all of us possess unique gifts and talents that allow us to serve the world and our own growth in the highest possible way. Our lives are an expression of our thoughts, beliefs, and actions. And here, we will explore businesses, thought leaders, and topics designed to inspire, helping propel your own growth so you can live your best and most purposeful life. Welcome to Soul Inspiring Business. Welcome back to the Soul Inspiring Business Podcast. Today, I'm joined by Lisa McGregor. I am so thrilled to have her here. We were introduced by a friend, and she just was somebody that I thought has to be on the show. Um, and welcome, Lisa. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much, Kara. So wonderful to connect and have this conversation. I'm excited. Me too. Well, and it was funny because when I was talking to my friend and you know, she was like telling me about how she met you and was so inspired and, and talking about how you had had this, uh, divinely inspired book that sort of flowed through you onto the pages and now out into the world. Um, it's called the, a new alphabet for humanity. It's a children's book. And when she was saying that, I just thought, gosh, you know, we talk a lot on this show about, following inspired guidance and, you know, really kind of tuning in and listening to what God, our creator of the universe is trying to tell us, and then, you know, taking action on that. And so when I heard this, I thought, oh my goodness, we have to speak to Lisa. Not only do I love just how it all happened and your courage to listen to that guidance, but the message of the book, which really is designed to empower our children, to help them really unleash their potential and to give them vocabulary about these things that um, I just think is so important. So again, without further ado, welcome. I'm so thrilled you're here and would love for you to kind of tell us a little bit more about your story and your how this all came about. Oh, thank you so much, Kara. Yeah, it's it's a it's actually quite a fascinating story. You know, I, I actually 
I laugh because I, I tell people, you know, the truth is I never actually had an aspiration to become a children's author. I never, I never set a goal or said, I, I want to write a children's book. I actually wrote the book because I really, really wanted to change the world. You know, that's the truth. I had this heart desire. I had this yearning inside. And that came from many years of actually feeling quite unfulfilled. And, you know, I'd had a very successful career when I was in my 20s. I traveled the world. I built companies. And, um, you know, I realized by the time I was in my mid-20s that I was I was having this nagging feeling inside that was like, you know, that question that a lot of us get faced with at some point or other in our lives, which is, you know, is this all there is? You know, you, you, you certain, you go down a certain path and you think that's it, right? Whatever it is, money, career, success, achievement. And, uh, and I just really started to feel very unsettled about my whole life. And so I, you know, I tell the story about how I was during the day, I'd be in my corporate job and in the ivory tower doing my work. And at night I was in my, you know, on my yoga mat crying, going, what am I doing? Like, what is my life about? And, uh, you know, at that time I really you know, it's it's actually quite remarkable when I look back because I started to um, bring in a journaling practice and I was writing in my journal quite often. And um, one of the things that kept coming up was um, this question that I would write down and it was like, you know, how can I make a meaningful difference? How can I contribute to the health and the well-being of people and the planet? And at that time I was getting, I was very inspired by a lot of the sustainability movement that was happening around the world. There was like renewable energy and, you know, there was a real eco vibe that was you know, really taking off everywhere. And I was living in Australia at the time. And, and I just thought, you know, I just want to do something that's meaningful. And I, and I remember feeling, you know, this one day I was delivering this presentation in a boardroom and it was like, my inner voice was like, you know, kind of nagging at me and saying, you know, if you're so successful, then why do you feel so unfulfilled? Like, are you really using these skills and talents to, to the, your best ability? Like, it was like, I knew I wasn't, I knew I wasn't, and I right. knew something had to change. So this really became kind of a guiding force for me going down this soul journey of, of trying to understand, you know, what my purpose was and how could I align myself? How could I align my skills and my talents to do something that would be meaningful in my in my eyes and and something for the world and so um you know what's really magical about this whole story is that when my son came along i started to get even clearer about that and i started to think about you know the sense of you know having the sense of responsibility as a parent and i'm sure you you know went through a similar phase with your children it's like you really start to realize the importance of you know what is your contribution? How can you make the world better? How can you leave the world in a better place than you found it? You now have a child and it's like, wow, you know, you want to be part of the change. You want to be that role model. Absolutely. And I started writing in my journal at that time, you know, how can I, how can I do something that will create a positive difference with my son's generation? And how can I positively impact future generations? I started getting very inspired by this idea of doing something that could positively impact future generations. And I've always said that, you know, as an entrepreneur, there's so many opportunities for us to, to really work out, you know, how to be part of the solution. You know, we can see in the world now that so many of the systems we've relied on all these years are breaking down, you know, political, economic, social, um, there's just so many things that we can do to create change in the world. 
And, uh, and one of the things that I, I felt really passionate about was this idea of creating systems change in education of all things. So the funny thing is I started writing in my journal, how can I create systems change in education? Little did I know that this was going to come in the form of a children's book. Wow. So, you know, and I kind of give all that back, that back context, because that, that really set this, the stage for what happened next, you know, well, and, and I, it's, I, yeah, yeah so go ahead. Well, it's, <laughs> no, what I was going to say and just jump in and I didn't mean to interrupt, but the, yeah. Also, the the question, I love that the journaling, mm -hmm. so much of it is just asking the question, because That's sometimes question. when we talk about, you know, well, how do you know what you want to do? Because sometimes I'll ask, like, well, what do you want for your life? What do you? And, and I it's many times it's I don't know. Right. Um, because it's we're not supposed to know <laughs> always in the moment. It's in the asking yes. of the questions then that we start to get then gain further clarity. And there's um I I'm sure you know you've heard it, but the quality of your life is de is dependent by the quality of your questions, right? I might be butchering that quote, but yes, you know, yeah, it, absolutely. it's about like how do we ask really good questions to get the clarity? Because if you don't have it now, it's still possible. It's just in asking the right questions and allowing the unfolding. So that's so powerful. And so, so anyway, so go on. <laughs> oh, I love it. Thank you. And, and I'm, I'm so grateful you shared that because that really is the, the essence of what, what I'm sharing is that the quality of your life is determined by the quality of your questions that you ask. I think it was Tony Robbins that said that years ago, my husband actually used to work with Tony Robbins, um, in, in the coaching area. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, you know, that, that was really the guiding force. It was like, ask the question, write it in the journal. And, um, you know, and I'm, I'm honestly just, I'm just blown away at this point, just that, that, that very process, you know, of really tuning in, asking, what is your heart desire? What is it that you really feel called to do now? The question, you know, that may not come right away. As you said, it may not be clear to you at the, at, at that very time when you're asking the question, but what I feel is so magical about life and the universe is that things will, you know, things can come when you least expect it, you know? And so for, for myself, I started writing these, these things in my journal when my son was young and um, when he was really just, I think it was probably around the age of like one or two, I can't somewhere in between that time. And then when he was three, we were at the beach one day, we were playing in the sand and he looked at me and he locked eyes with me. And it's like, his soul was speaking to me. And he was like, mom, he was like, it was like, he was saying, you know, mom, what else have you got for me? And I realized that I was this gung ho mother. I had taught him AB, the ABCs, one, two, threes, letters, colors, numbers, all the things. And I thought in that very moment, why is it that we're not teaching our children from an early age, the language of the heart, how to connect with their hearts? You know, how to, how to be a good human. And so in that moment, I actually got the idea it was like, wow, what if I were to create a new alphabet with new conscious words that, you know, that would help him to connect with his heart and, and just learn this new conscious language. Mm -hmm. And so I started, I got the stream of consciousness and I, lucky I had a notepad. I started writing it down and I was like, oh, A is for abundance. B is for bravery. C is for compassion. Um, you know, G is for gratitude. And so I got all of these words. I wrote them down. And I came home and I shared them with my husband and he was like, 
oh my gosh, she goes, Lisa, this is a billion dollar idea. Like this is unbelievable. You've just rewritten the alphabet. And so then the funny part was my son got all excited. He wanted to learn these words. And so he started to recite them and talk about them. And I thought, wow, there's something to this. And I shared it with a few of my mom friends and, uh, and they said, this is brilliant. I want to teach my kids these words. And so then my husband's like, you know, I think you should write a children's book. And I had written a previous children's book uh, about how we took my son traveling around the world. And that was a really heartfelt project. And I realized, wow, I do have a gift for writing and I do love this creative process. And I said, you know, I'm going to do it. I'm going to write a book. Now, of course, being an entrepreneur, I laugh because when I look back, because I was so determined to, to do it in a way that I felt made sense. So instead of going and shopping the idea around with publishers, I thought, you know what, if the market really wants this, let's test it. And so we set up a crowdfunding campaign and we did this video and we said, okay, we put it on Kickstarter and we said, you know, if people want this, then, you know, they'll vote with their dollars. And so basically we launched the campaign within 48 hours on my birthday, my husband calls me in the morning and he goes, did you see that your campaign's been fully funded? And I'm like, what, what? And I looked, someone had pledged $3,000 toward the campaign. And I had a flood of people that came in and, and pledged, you know, within that first launch. And, uh, and I was just crying. I was like, wow, this is amazing. I mean, just, you put your heart out there with a creative idea. People say, yes, let, you know, we want to support you in this. It was just the most incredible experience. Mm-hmm. And um, so then it was like game on, you know, you, you, you've tested this idea, people want it, you've got people that have that have put the money towards your campaign. And so that summer became, you know, it was it was honestly magical. And it was also like, wow, you know, I had to get over my creative insecurities, I had to move forward this there, you know, at this point, and, and it was like, you know, we were talking about that earlier about, you know, when you get a divine idea or some sort of inspiration, how do you follow through? Well, for me, I think that was kind of easy because I had this on the line, you know, it was like the idea was there and uh, you just had to move forward. But to be clear, some people, you know, there are some that may not have taken the action to put it on and crowdfund to begin with, right? Because they get lost in their head, right? So like having the courage, number one, to have the idea to have, there's a few different things in there. I think that all make it work. Number one, to have the idea. Number two, to have a supportive partner who's totally encouraging and, you know, and, and gives life to it for with you, for you as well, and sees what you see and supports you. And then number three, to take the courage to like, bring it to the world and say, okay, you know, what do you think about it? And then to get that affirmative, like, yes, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, it, it really was a eureka moment, just that whole experience of, of receiving the idea. Um, it was just, I, I, I'll just never forget it. I mean, it was just the most inspired idea that I, I think I've ever had. And, um, you know, and, and it was, a, it was a magical time. And, and I, I actually tell people the truth is, I don't even think I wrote the book. I actually think when I was in the creative process, I actually felt like it was being channeled. Mm -hmm. And um, it sounds a little out there, but it was like, I don't even remember. I remember a few instances where I was like talking to my husband saying, what do you think of this sentence versus this sentence? But most of it just kind of came through this channel. It was really profound. Wow. And, um, and there was pressure as well to meet certain timeframes. Right. And I, you know, and I 
I laugh because I've, I've spoken to a lot of authors and they said, you know, it's it took me a couple of years to write my book. It took me this. And for me, I laugh because it was like six months from idea to literally on the production run, you know, with, with the, with the, um, the printers. And, uh, you know, we had our first 5,000 books printed and, um, it was, it was quite a fast process, you know, even the, my illustrator getting everything together. Um, so it was, it was amazing. And, um, what happened from there was also quite profound. So we started to stock the book in some local retail shops. And um, I was still a little bit insecure at this point. I thought, you know, do people want this? And uh, now the funny part is we we actually got the idea to make it like a nice bright yellow color. And it's, it's very colorful. And yes. um, so the shop owners started to contact me and say, hey, Lisa, we're out of books. We're out of books. We're, we've run out of books again. And I thought, oh, wow, there's something to this. This is amazing, right? Like this is happening. It started to take on its own momentum after the crowdfunding and we delivered those books. Right. Anyway, long story short, COVID hit and all the shops closed down. So mm -hmm. it was like, wow, I just started this venture. I guess it was a business at this point, you know, and uh everything started to dry up and I'm going, what do we do? And mm -hmm. so then I said to my husband, well, you know, I've been in online marketing a long time. Let's just put it online. Let's, let's see what happens. Let's, let's continue with the online um, mission. So um, mm -hmm. we hired someone to help us and we launched a campaign. And what happened from there is really nothing short of miraculous. Um, we, we put it up online and uh, within four months, we did a million dollars in sales. It was just crazy. Wow. So it, it blew up. It went up all over the world. And I started what was really interesting for me as an entrepreneur. And that's one of the reasons I'm sharing that is not so much about the number because it is fascinating. I mean, as an entrepreneur, I always thought it would be cool. How do you create a multimillion dollar company in less than 12 months? How do you do that? And, but what I, when I check in with myself and I look back and I think about that, when we hit the million dollar mark, what meant way more to me than the number on the balance sheet was the people at that point that had been writing into me mm. and they started to write to me and say, you know, Lisa, this is the best children's book ever written. You know, I, I came and bought one and I've, I've, I want five more. I need 10 more. I want to give it to all my family and friends. I had teachers saying, you know, this belongs in every school and every early learning center and every classroom. And, um, you know, I'll get emotional when I think about this, but it's, it's just so profound because in my journal, I was writing, you know, how can I impact future generations? And I had a few people that wrote in and said to me, Lisa, this book is going to be handed down to future generations. And I was like, you know, how could I have done this? You know, like it was so profound to have had that experience, like that, that heart's desire. I want to do something meaningful for the world. I want to impact the world in a, in a meaningful way. And then to have that reflected back to me was something that I just... You know, I say to my husband at this point, if I never did anything else in this lifetime, I'm pretty happy. Like that was that was the defining moment for me was like, wow, this work was put out in the world. It was recognized. It was honored. And it was just a beautiful experience. And I wish that for everybody. You know, I wish that for everyone. And, um, you know, and just the impact has been phenomenal. I mean, I just I got a note last week from a, a fellow in India um, that's been distributing my book. And he says, look, I'm presenting it to the ministry of education. I really think this book needs to be in the schools. And, you know, I just get these magical things happening all the time. Yeah. And, uh, and it's really kind of, you know, obviously it just sort of helped me to further the mission and the vision for what, for what's really possible. And, um, you know, and, and, and it's been an amazing journey. It's been up and down as well, as you know, you know, having a child and, and, and just, 
just like raising your family and running and growing a business at the same time. But I just feel so um, passionate and inspired about this idea of really aligning with your divine purpose, which I think, you know, is, is, is really simple. It's like, it's to love and to serve. It's figuring out, you know, how can we be of service? How can we, how can we be of contribution? How can we contribute our skills, our gifts, our talents in a way that's really meaningful? And, um, you know, for me now at this point, I mean, it's just amazing. We've created this, we've, we've uh, just passed a hundred thousand bookmarks. So we've distributed a hundred thousand books around the world. Um, during the process of building the company, I always tell people I became an accidental publisher. Um, I thought, you know, I really want to make the biggest difference that I can. And so I got this idea that if we're taking paper, you know, to print the books, we, we should put it back. And so for every book that we sell, we plant a tree. So I'm really happy and proud to say that we've, you know, we've planted 100,000 trees now and we're, we're just getting started. You know, it's, it's just quite, quite phenomenal. It's um, really, it's amazing too. So I was like covered in goosebumps when you were like talking about just the, the feeling of, again, it's not the numbers, it's the impact, right? It's like knowing yeah. that what you are putting out into the world is, creating impact, not just for, you know, for our generation, but as you said, for future generations and, um, how beautiful to hear you tell the story in that way. And, you know, for, for you to really have, I mean, I think some of the things that come to mind too, is when, when something like this happens, it's easy to look at the last 12 months, but it's actually like all the preparation from yes. even the time when in your 20s and probably way before that, you know, um, where you're learning and growing and your perceptions of the world and all the experiences that then shape who you are. Um, yes. And then, you know, as you mentioned, even just like the journey of uh, you'd had online marketing experience. So then like how, you know, then COVID happens. And so it's, it, um, and the world feels a need for more compassion and humanity. And this comes at the time where we're all craving that more and more. Um, and so it's, it's a culmination of the journey that is now still continuing and just starting really. Um, yeah. but that is, you know, all kind of, it's all the pieces that brought you here, you know? And so for anybody listening to that is feeling inspired and also feeling like, well, what do I contribute or what do I have to contribute? You know, it's, it's leaning into the questions of like, what are my gifts? What are the things that I'm good at? And how can I be of service in the best possible way? Because we can look at lots of different professions that are, you know, service. Like, I don't know that many people would look at like real estate for me and be, you know, like, oh, you're such a service person, but I really feel like I am to the clients that I serve because I really yes. approach business and everything that we, I do in that way. And then that has of course expanded and grown in a way because everything comes from the heart and from service. So, um, so I wanted to highlight that part, which I think is really beautiful. And, and then also, you know, just to be able to, to create something like this for our children, to use these words in a way that have meaning, because I think as parents, um, as a mom of three, you know, I know that sometimes, 
it's hard to put in the words of what is what does gratitude feel like? What does it look like? And and having a playbook almost to be able to work from to be able to talk through these things is so powerful. Oh, I love I love what you just shared. And and it's true. I mean, and, and our service can take so many different forms. Our contribution can take forms. It can real estate anything, you know. Um, and, and and actually, you know, touching on that point about the about gratitude, the funniest part about the book is I actually wrote the book for us as busy entrepreneurs, actually. And the funniest thing is it the book resonates like with parents, teachers, grandparents, but the, the entrepreneurs absolutely love it because I realized that when my son was young and I, I've always been busy, I've always had different things. My husband and I have run companies for years. And I remember I would get to the end of the day sometimes and I would feel like I'd feel a little sad because I'd say, well, what did I teach my child today? What did I do to, to really give him a life lesson or some sort of wisdom? Like, what did I do? And, and so I, I, I secretly wrote the book to, to spark those meaningful conversations and, and have daily reminders for living, you know? So the book, which what's fascinating about it is it's, it's kind of, it's like life lessons, life wisdom, all packaged in the form of a children's book and, and, and these very simple sentences. Um, but just, you know, just a, just a daily reminder, you know, and I thought that, and, and it's funny because people write into me all the time. They said, the thing I love most about your book is it starts a conversation, you know? Um, yes. so it's like, you know, G is for gratitude. Gratitude is thinking about all the things that make me smile. I am grateful when I give thanks for my day and the people that I love. And in the back of the book, I have questions, you know, what is it that you're grateful for? And, uh, you know, so it's, it's just really, I, I, I'm so happy that it, it kind of came through the project really came through with that original intention was how can we spark meaningful conversations with our children and, um, you know, really impart these values. How do we teach them how to be good humans from the very beginning, you know? Um, but it, it is, it's, it's, it's fascinating to think. I just never thought I'd be a children's author. It's, it's actually kind of amusing because, you know, people will write into me and they'll say, can you autograph my book? And I, I laugh because I don't even think it's registered with me that I'm even really an author. You know, it's kind you of, you are, <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> you know, it's quite, it's quite amusing, it's um, but you know, and, and what I would say to that point is that um, I think our purpose takes on different forms in, in, in our lifetime, you know, sometimes yeah. it could be this phase. I mean, I've, I've built different companies. I've done different things. Um, it can take on so many different forms. And, um, I always laugh with my, my children, my, my, uh, I have two children in their twenties and I say, you know, don't worry about not knowing exactly what you want to be when you grow up, because we're still all trying to work it out at an older age. You know, it, <laughs> it's just like, it's an ongoing question. Um, and, and I, like I said, I think it takes on different forms, but if we come back to that principle, you know, we're here to love and we're here to serve in some yeah. way, um, you know, then, then we give ourselves opportunities to open that up and say, well, what does that look like? Yes. You know, one of my favorite affirmations by Marianne Williamson is, um, I am programmed no more, no less than to be the highest actualization of myself on this planet and creatively wow. manifest for my highest good and the highest good of others. And that's just it, right? Because then you're open to like, how can I be of service and just being open to being the highest expression of yourself. And as you said, that may look different in the twenties and the thirties and the forties. And as you, you know, go through life, because at different phases, you're going to learn different things that prepare you for the next phase. Right. 
Um, Absolutely. So now I know before the show, we had talked a little bit about manifestation and you were talking about manifesting and vision boards and that actually the home you're in now was basically a direct manifestation from a vision board. Um, So I'd love to hear what that process just looks like for you when you think about, you know, how to manifest more of what you want and creating vision. Um, I know that's been a big part of your journey. So I'd love to hear your process for that and any tips for our listeners. Yeah, thank you. It's, uh, you know, it's interesting because I I laugh and tell people I I realized I was a master manifester from my 20s before manifestation was even a thing, you know, before the the movie The Secret came out and we were talking about it in these in these ways. Um, And I I realized I, I think really my husband and I feel very passionate about this idea that, you know, you really need to devote a, a considerable amount of time to, to thinking about what it is that you desire and, and design your life, you know? And, and I think so many of us get so busy and it's very easy to say, well, I'm just so busy and I just don't have time. And it's like, but your life is your most important, you know, your, your life is, is a work of art, you know, and how do you create a living masterpiece out of your life? And so, um, for myself, it's been a combination of things. I think it's a, a combination of um, definitely journaling. Journaling has been a very sacred practice. And, and I'm always so blown away when I look back on my journal and see what I wrote. And then here it is. It comes in into, into form. You know, I had written for years that I had this idea to, to live in an architect design home. That was always my my. Um, my dream. And I remember when, when I was younger, my mom would say, wouldn't it be amazing to live in a dream home? And, you know, then all of a sudden this, this house. So I I said, I wanted to live in an architect designed home in the rainforest overlooking the ocean. And this home just literally appeared last year. It just came out of the ether. It was just absolutely profound. And it was another reminder, just like the book was a reminder that we are creating our lives and our experience. And so if we are too busy and we say, that we don't have time to to really stop and and write out a vision for our life or write out you know the intentions or goals that we have then there's a problem you know we won't we're not going to get there you know and and i think now we live in this world that is so designed to distract us really um and and i feel quite passionate about that that you know especially for those of us that are creative visionaries which is probably a lot of the time adhd and you've got different ideas for what you want to do we've got to really harness this ability to uh to tune in and and get clear on the things that matter most what is our mission what is our what are what is our vision what are our values um and then and then also visualize that see that in your mind's eye you know i i look at um some of the classic um you know manifestation law of attraction teachers neville goddard says assume the feeling of the wish fulfilled use your imagination use the power of your imagination what's interesting is i wrote you know i is for imagination in my book and i realized that that imagination is something that is underutilized especially in this time when we've got access to all this information and and things at our fingertips we don't have to think we don't have to you know do that for ourselves and i think it's very important um so i i believe that that manifestation is is really about tuning in setting an intention writing it down visualizing it uh, and and just believing that it's possible as well like really believe it just put it out to the universe mm-hmm. and, and and just not be attached you know just put it out there and and just see how it comes into form 
Yeah. And believing, I think, in possibility, I think, is the thing that can sometimes be harder for people because if it seems yeah. so impossible, then it it can. So I think to your point, like trying to really get in the feeling of, right, of that being true. And sometimes I think even using words like I'm on my way to X, yes. or I'm in a way because that's a little easier than I have this, you know, when you feel yes. so far from that, you know? Um, so I've found that for my own self, like that can be a helpful um, tip for navigating that when it feels like so foreign, you know, from where you are now. Absolutely. I'm on my way. And and I would say too, I mean, for some of us, we, we have the opportunity to travel. Uh, I always go back to how did I get inspired? How did I receive divine inspiration for ideas for my life? And that came from traveling. You know, I, I left my hometown when I was 18. I went to London, England, got a job working at, you know, a Harrods department store doing these things. And I realized, wow, you know, I took myself out of the box that I, I had grown up in essentially. Mm-hmm. And, and that is the time when I realized, wow, like there is a multitude of possibilities for our lives. We have the capacity to create unimaginable change and, and possibilities for ourselves just by simply stepping out of the norm or stepping out of routine. So I feel like travel is a big piece. You know, if you can just get away and and have that experience where your mind is thinking in a different direction, it can, right. it can really spark those ideas for what's possible. Yeah. And I think the other um, piece, which, you know, I think you've kind of touched on as well, but it's also like who you surround yourself with too, because those people and those ideas. And so if you don't have the opportunity to travel, look at some even locally or, you know, not too far away, but somewhat close where you can driving distance to get into some circles that are maybe bigger thinking than where you than where you've been, you know? So like looking at also your circle and what you're feeding your mind, because that plays such a role into you know, what we think is possible. Yeah. Um, so true. So and which true. is why having, you know, this amazing um, book for our kids to be able to help them think about what's possible and think of in these more conscious terms from the start is so huge. So, um, so I am just, I'm so grateful for your time today. I am excited for people to listen to this and to you know, reach out to you with any questions and see and get the book and um, really be part of this movement. So, um, so thank you so, so much for all of your time. And please share with us how we can um, get the book. I'm assuming it's on Amazon, but where else should yeah. we be getting it? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Carol. Well, thank you so much. I, I love this conversation. I'm so grateful that we've, we've connected and I, yeah, I, I'm happy for people to either go to Amazon. Uh, if you come to my website, it's alphabetforhumanity.com. And, uh, I, I always say, you know, we've got a children's empowerment kit there. Uh, so I, I actually developed an entire curriculum, both for parents and for teachers. So, uh, every week you can download download a word of a week lesson plan. And you can talk about how do you teach your child about abundance? How do you teach your child about bravery? And it gives ideas and, uh, and suggestions for how to do that. Uh, so yeah, so you can either come to alphabetforhumanity.com or, or just Amazon and, um, you know, and I, and I would just say to your listeners, you know, 
have that, have that idea in your mind, you know, you're never too small to make a difference, never too small to make a difference and give yourself the benefit of knowing that that's anything is really possible. And, and, and something small can actually be something really big and profound and you can impact the world in immeasurable ways just simply by having that intention. Thank you. That's beautiful. And I love that. Loved being here with you today and would love to connect with you more over on Instagram. My handle is linked to the show notes, or you can just type in at Kara Chafin Donna Frio. And I have something special for you as a free gift, my dynamic life journal. This special book has the power to really help you live a soul inspired life. Go to free gift from Easy to remember free gift from Until next time, beautiful people, sending all my love.